Welcome to The Checkout. We catch up with previous Add to Cart guests and ask them five quick questions to get to know them better and leave you with a little extra inspiration to get you through your Friday. Today's Checkout features brothers Bill and Ed Ovenden, who have established the bedroom brand, The Lad Collective. Founded in 2020, Ed and Bill have developed bedsheets that even bloody useless Australian males can use. Corner tags, magnetic clips, zip in pillow slips, it is totally idiot-proof. But jokes aside, there's actually a serious side to their business, which is just as fascinating. They've developed a version of the product, which is registered with the NDIS, the National Disability Insurance Scheme, which even has Braille sewn into the product. All right, Ed and Bill, we have heard about how you are saving Australian men in the bedroom. We want to learn a little bit more about you guys now. Five questions for you. Number one, what's the weirdest thing that you've ever bought online? Oh, I'll probably intervene. It was actually recently and it's like through dire circumstances, I lost my dog or I had to put my dog down. Um, and it was, <laughs> this <laughs> it is was really a funny sad. question. Yeah, I know. Well, it, it, it's weird. It's quirky. Anyway, so obviously went ahead and did that. Very sad. But what I had to do was get my dog cremated. And basically there was a business that did all that for you. Essentially it was e-commerce, you know, hooked us up, sort of made it really, really nice. Like presented it really well in a box, got it delivered to my door. And But you um, got the I dog just, cremated first. Dog then... cremated, yeah. Yeah, put yeah, the um, dog didn't rock up on his dog. To, <laughs> Did you have to send the dog there? Dog to ashes, ashes to my doorstep, and it was like it's so sad, but it was like it was a really good experience. Like, and it's weird. Like, there, there's a few businesses out there that are focusing on that sort of. Mm, that is that's uh, up that there. With. But <laughs> it's like one of the best houses we've purchased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird, but did you see any crazy dog urns as you were shopping around? Uh, no, I actually haven't transferred the ashes to a proper urn yet, but I'm still grieving. So just mm. give me a bit of time. Maybe. I reckon if you go on up, go on Upwork or Fiverr, you'll find someone who'll do that for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, bless. Anyway, rest in peace, Bruce, my beautiful dog. Bruce, thank you for a great um, e-commerce story, Bruce. <laughs> Ed, what about you, mate? Uh, yeah, probably the weirdest thing I bought was these sushi rolls uh seaweed sushi rolls paper yeah i've ordered that online and it arrived at my front door in, a, in like some weird little envelope yeah i ordered for, i don't know why i ordered it online but i did it came with a sushi making kit okay it was interesting you know i've actually got a bit of use out of it i don't yeah. know i think bill wins that one yeah I know. <laughs> how do you trump that <laughs> yeah, hey, you, you, got you to go first just, and bill to follow up with that it really? sounds like really um really sus like yeah. one of the- <laughs> <laughs> what are they really at? What, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm like, for listeners, sushi, sushi rolls equals. All right. <laughs> you'll, find, you'll find Ed's phone number in the footer of the lad collector if you want to know the answer. All right, number two. Who is your favourite retailer? Trademark. Trademark. That's a safe answer though. Yeah, you no, know, I love Trademark. I get, I get a lot of inspo from Trademark and their content. Good, good. I, I totally agree, but I don't want to give Ed any more publicity. Yeah, he's actually got a few shout-outs this <laughs> second. <laughs> what about you, Bill? Uh, mine's probably uh, Manscaped. Yeah, nice. Yeah, or Get the Fort, I think, is the business that, that do so like the building blocks for kids who can just make forts in your lounge room. It's a, it was a Kickstarter campaign that just went viral and, Love the the product, although it's one, very actually, big and bulky. I'll, 
I'll change my answer quickly if that's allowed. Uh, Dr. Squatch. Dr. Over Squatch. In over in America, this soap company, like male grooming company, it's hilarious. Their okay. is like incredible. So, yeah. that Dr. Squatch, Manscaped, and what was the other one? Trademark. Oh, get, get the fort. Get the fort. Oh, no, ignore yeah. trademark. They've had enough. It's, it's, it's the uh, magnetic pillow fort. And actually the, the design influenced our quilt set to some extent. Um, That's cool. Yeah, the fort's incredible. We'll check them out. And, and <laughs> to add, we do love trademark. <laughs> um, number three, <laughs> which e-commerce practice do you wish was history? I said it, I said it in, the, um, in the podcast, but outsourcing customer service, I reckon... I reckon customer service, it's crucial that it's in-house so you, you maintain a personal touch. And any particular channels? For, for customer service, I think, are we talking, are, we, are my name dropping one that I think should be history? No. What? Do, oh, you, no. What do you really value? Like what channels do you value in customer service? Oh, I'm, okay, yeah. my Our contact number on the website I think is important. I think Facebook messages, very instant. I like that. Instagram DMs, I think, is a huge channel for customer service as well, and just standard standard email that comes through to my phone. So, yeah, nice, great, great. Bill. What about you? An e-commerce practice that you wish was history? Well, when we were talking about this before, I think it was going to be the other way around. I think I was going to say customer service, and Ed was going to dive into metrics with Facebook focusing on ROAS and stuff like that. There's a lot of noise out there sort of on LinkedIn where you just get smashed by marketing agencies all the time talking about, you know, where businesses can really get to if they focus on one or two key metrics and not holistically across the business, which is what we do really well now. We get a firm understanding of our, our cogs to our operating expenses to our net profit and, and making more informed decisions, less on yeah. the, the first-hand metrics, more about, you know, what's... um what the PL sort of looks like. Uh, Ed, are you going to say something? Roaz is a vanity metric. <laughs> and it was great yeah. in the main episode where you gave us um, the overview on the methodology you're using around the daily daily net profit. So that, that opened my eyes to a lot too. Yeah, for sure. And I think revenue is also a vanity metric too. Yeah. You could be generating enormous revenue and be less profitable than a business that is sort of focused on these these key areas and, and making calculated decisions. That's it. Best sort of marketing expenses and being more profitable, I think. It's like having massive biceps but no triceps, eh? Yeah, or, or not doing skipping leg day. Yeah, skipping leg day. That's a yeah. classic. Um, being top heavy. Top heavy. <laughs> <laughs> now, Bill, you can take that out on Ed on the jiu-jitsu mat for stealing the answer to the question that you were meant to answer then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I got a little confused then. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. That's good. All right, number four. Guys, can you recommend a book or a podcast that our listeners should immediately get into? Yes, yes. Uh, I could definitely say Nathan Bush's podcast, Stop but it. but I do uh, I do love uh, No Limitations. Is it's a podcast? Bill, who's that? Who's it by again? Uh, Greg. Uh, Greg Savage. Is that it? Greg, Greg Robinson? Oh, I can't no. remember. And, yeah. So No Limitations. It's a re- you, you literally. It's an episode where they talk to Australia's most successful business businessmen, but also people from across all industries, and you just learn about you know how they grew up and and what and their wisdom, I guess. So that that's a, that's a really interesting one. It's the Blenheim Partners podcast. No limitation. Yeah, it's a bit more professional than this one. No, yeah, oh, mate, very, yeah. not as good yes. or on par. Um, and as far as like a, a 
a book goes. I'm reading uh, Traction by Gino Wickman at the moment. It's really good. Cool. So news resolution for Ed and I uh, this year is to work smarter and not harder, work on the business more so than in the business. So you talk about Pareto's rule, you know, 80% of outcomes come from 20% of causes or your inputs into the business. So basically, yeah, Gino just does a tremendous job um, at sort of uh, describing the entrepreneurial operating system. It's a practical framework to allow you to look at your business holistically and find areas that you don't necessarily have to do yourself, but someone else can do it better than you, you know, and... And I think that's really important to growing sustainably and breaking through ceilings, I think, because you're always going to hit them. Is it hard when you've developed, and we've had this conversation a couple of times with some founders recently, is it hard when you guys have established the business and put yourselves out there as founders, as the face of the business to do that move away? Yeah, that's a really good question. And, And the areas that I'm more talking about is behind the scenes, warehousing, fulfillment, Although we do, a lot of our content does come from the, you know, the last mile stuff, our, our fulfillment to loading onto Ozpost trucks and sending it away. I, I think, I think, yeah, I think it's just less labor, more work on the business, like on developing it and then still maintaining our, our physical presence sort of on the, with the outbound stuff. But yeah, I think, I think subbing in people to help out just with the fulfillment is the biggest thing. Um, yeah. Ed said with customer service, you know, nurture one or two people, get them sort of familiar with the North Star and the ethos of the the business and, you know, literally just get them involved uh, with it um, and and doing it that way is a, a better approach to just generating customer service tickets and, and having one someone offshore to yeah. help out. Brilliant. All right, last question I've got for you guys. Finish this sentence. The future of retail is? Frictionless user journey from going through checkout, and I love that episode that you did with Refunded. Oh, yeah, with Brad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love that whole, like, just making everything as frictionless as possible. Like, that, the refunding and returns process is the most the most friction out of anything. Yeah. So, yeah, just the whole from from the checkout to delivery and back and, and reversing it, you know, and returns and refunds, it all needs to be frictionless, and I think that's the future of retail. I think you almost just, it's one click and it's at your door. Yeah, absolutely. Because we're we're in the trenches every day with retail and e-commerce, and we think it's the centre of everyone's world when it's really just an inconvenience when it gets in the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. But yeah, that's uh, that's my view on the future of retail. Beautiful, Bill. The future of retail is. Yeah, well, I think broadly, COVID has sort of influenced new buying behaviours. You know, workforce models, um, channel mixes. You know, accelerated things five or ten years sort of ahead of time. And I think what that, that what that's done to literally the landscape is that it's you know the, talking about physical locations, brick um, retail sort of brick and mortar stores. I think people are sort of less inclined to to go the extra mile and and shop outdoors, more uh, prone to sort of convenience. And I think consumer commerce is an interesting space. And 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 what what Ed and I have recently done is we've we've linked up with with UPay, and it's a new sort of who were on this podcast? Yeah, we well. had Matt on yeah. uh, ages ago. Now it feels like. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, well, Matt's just obviously launched uh, with Culture Kings, and he's doing really well in that space. And it, and the, the system's working. But what UPay does, it, it allows you or the buyer to give someone else the ability to pay uh, for your shopping cart. And 
uh, what Matt, Matt did recently was he actually sent uh, Ed a link to Culture Kings to allow Ed to buy a, a pair of Nike Airs or something, and then Matt was Matt paid for it on his behalf, and the next day it, it rocked up. So it's like, on yeah, the that was, blew my mind. Did, yeah, because yeah. he sent me the same message, and this isn't catch for <laughs> comment, but he sent it to me at Christmas, and he was like, "Bushy, go follow this link by whatever you want at Culture Kings, and then." It'll come to you. But I just got busy and I forgot. And you got Nike oh, Airs. Oh, you bullshit, big mistake, I know. mate. You pulled through. It, was, it wasn't just a full tail, mate. I've got a new set of shoes. And usually I'm just in, in pluggers in, in my reef thongs. But I actually got the most flash set of shoes I've ever seen. I was just testing. I didn't think it would actually sort of come through, but then they rocked up. And I've got these, these big clunky... Yeah, so and you've killed you've killed his marketing budget now because he thought everyone would go through and get a cap or or a t shirt or something. And you've just gone for Nike Airs. You've well, ru- you know, ruined you pay be, forever. If we're going to be partnering together, if we're going to be one of his <laughs> merchants, I think you need to uh, we just need to sort of see how how legitimate. Yeah, I think. Um, oh no! Another season desist is coming this time for the podcast. <laughs> No, I think, it, yeah, well, who knows? Who knows what's going to come from this? But um, I think UPay adds more context to what Ed was saying as far as frictionless consumer experiences. I think breaking down those barriers to purchasing, for us, our key avatar is the bloke, but they might not necessarily have enough to buy the sheets, so why not flick a link to your mum to buy it for your birthday? So the thing, it just makes makes logical sense. So, yeah, from Valentine's Day, uh, I think tentatively we're rolling that out. So can't Beautiful. wait. <laughs> Gents, it's been a weird and wacky checkout episode from Dog Ashes <laughs> to Nike Airs, but we got there. Thank you for sharing. Um, thanks for joining me on the checkout. Awesome, mate. Thank you so much. Thanks, Bushy. Seriously, one in four men aged 18 to 35 change their bed sheets four times in a year. In Ed's words, get your sheet together. Disgusting. Here are my top three takeaways from our chat. Number one. The power of personalized PR. Ed and Bill sent personalized, like really personalized, loom messages to hundreds of journalists who fit their vibe, and it paid off. They were featured in national media across The Project, Sunrise, Triple M, and The Sydney Morning Herald. Not a bad way to launch a brand unless you have no product, which leads to number two, be a close talker with early customers. With the pre-order pressure being real, Ed and Bill hand-delivered the first product drop to customers in their local area. Not only did this establish them as having great customer service, it allowed them to meet their customers face-to-face for the first time and actually realize a new market that they hadn't thought about. Mums buying sheets for their sons. Brilliant. Number three, measuring daily net profit. Things started to change for Ed and Bill when they took the advice of Jay Wright and started measuring daily net profit. That is... How much money they were making every day in sales once marketing spend and operational costs were factored in. No more waiting for monthly or quarterly reports for decisions. They could be responsive immediately. Now, if you liked what you heard or you're a mum who is genuinely concerned for your son's welfare, make sure you sign up for the Add to Cart newsletter where you'll find a $20 off coupon to spend at the Lad Collective. Do it today. These men are at real risk. Thanks for listening, and until next time, keep adding to cards.